0: Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? I am one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. And that would make me your co-host, of course, I am Tenant Michael. <laughs>
1: uh, Mike, how uh, how was your week? Uh, it was okay. I'm in a bit of a spat, I guess I'd say, with... My girlfriend, Ruth. Um, As listeners will know, I am dating a woman in her mid to late 60s. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how old she is, but she is a frequent customer uh, to the CN Tower gift shop where I work. And um, over the previous couple of weeks, she has slowly taken over managing most aspects of my life. uh, My diet, um, my sleep schedule, my wardrobe. Um, and I came home the other day from a shift, and, you know, I gave her a set of keys to my pad. And how long have
0: you been dating, just so people know? Um, a
1: month and a half, two months now, but I came home, and I noticed that the place looked different, and I said, honey, what have you done? And it turns out she had thrown away all my family photos, including pictures of me, as an infant. What? And I just lost it. Good. I just went berserk. Good. What did you say? I said, Ruth, I need to be alone right now, and I showed her the door because I, Ugh. I, she's she was jealous of my family and even of me as a younger man. I just can't make heads
0: or tails of it. Wow. So have you guys? Um, I'm giving her the silent treatment right good. now. Good, yeah. Mike. You should. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. That's not normal. You know what I mean? Like, and nothing about this relationship is normal. I disapprove of no, it, I and disagree. listeners know that. I disagree with that. But, I mean, why would she... So she's jealous of your family. Why would she be jealous of old pictures of you? I, that's the part, James? It keeps me up at night. I can understand
1: why she's jealous of mum and dad and my brothers. But jealous of me as a younger man, I just don't get it. Unless she's jealous of the youth... Uh, on display in those pictures of me i i don't know
0: why would she why do you think you understand that it's okay that she's jealous about your mom and dad
1: she's in love with me and when you're in love with someone you don't want there to be anyone else in your lover's life from what i understand about relationships are
0: you jealous of her mom oh wait her mom would be 120
1: her mom is no longer with us because yeah big surprise there ruth's advanced age Oh my god! But if her mom was still around, I certainly wouldn't be happy about that.
0: <laughs> you know, when you were single, I'm like, I thought, "Wow, this is so sad." This man, nothing could be sadder than single Mike. But somehow, you in a relationship is more sad than that. No. Get over it, James. It's I. I totally disagree. Oh my God. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And I mean, hey,
1: all lovers have little quarrels. I'm sure Ruth and I will get get past this. But right now, I'm still miffed, and um, there goes my family history. Basically,
0: you need to D T F C. Pardon me. Dump the effing chick. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Thanks for the advice, James. Um. So anyway, uh, how has your week been? Well. Um, I'll be honest, mine was also uh, not good. Oh, um, Try this on for size, and maybe our listeners can imagine uh, this happening to them. Try imagining you have a son called Pavel who lives in South Florida with his witch mom.
1: and Who I believe is a former Russian model.
0: Yes, that is true.
1: What a surprise. Someone James was romantically involved with was a Russian model. Yeah, that's
0: super common for me. Anyway... So you have imagine you have this son and then imagine that you are thinking you're texting with a with a hot babe that you're currently sort of having romantic um relations with. Okay. And you send her a nice dick pic. And instead of but you think you're sending it, what I'm trying to say is I accidentally sent my son a dick pic. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay? James,
1: I know. Please
0: Tell me, you're joking. No, I I wish I was. I wish I was uh, Dave Chappelle right now, but I'm not. You are not Dave Chappelle right now. I'm the girl. I, I'm seeing this girl called Pamela, and when I took the dick pic of my, oh. frankly, you know, very uh, visible dick, were you fully, yes. halfway, or not at all erect? It
1: was. Full on. Oh my goodness. Just when I, I thought your fathering skills could not sink any lower, you sent your darn son a fully erupt dick pic.
0: Well, I thought think I thought that. I was sending it to this girl Pamela. I got the names mixed up. I texted it to Pavel instead. He obviously was confused. He must have been sick to his stomach. Well, but get this. So this is how I'm I'm you know, I'm all about turning a negative into a positive. So Pavo obviously was a bit uh, perturbed by this and was like, what the hell is this about? So I ended up flying down to Miami and having a little talk with him about birds and the bees and all that kind of stuff. He knows about that. He's past puberty, I think. But I just meant, you know, talking... He's he's 10 years old and he's past puberty. I think so. All right. So anyway, we had this great talk about it. And in the end, I ended up signing him up for Tinder because I'm like, you know what? I think you're ready. Yeah. And so now he's got a Tinder account and... So weirdly, it, it all sort of turned out well, because now he's going to be on the dating scene. Um. So your
1: your accidental dick pic has led to you signing up your son for a, a hookup app. Is that what I and and you flew a down a hookup app? So you you missed Mike, Christmas. Everybody's on Tinder. Not not me. I prefer to meet my uh, romantic partners in real life, usually at the job I work at the CN Tower gift shop. But you're telling me that you flew down to Florida because of a dick pic but not for christmas or the boys 10th birthday
0: yes something tells me you know he would be a little more that's a little more relevant you know what i mean like christmas birthdays whatever i don't think kids really particularly notice what their parents do at those times but getting a dick pic from your dad uh yeah it kind of only happens uh, once in your life call itravel2000.ca let's get down there well, uh, let's just hope the Florida police don't get involved in this because
1: technically what you did was an online crime. Oh, Mike. Because Pavel is under the age of 18. It was so. an accident. and I would love if the Florida police came knocking on your door, James. Not going to lie. Ugh.
0: Anyway, so um, before we bring in our guest, we had a segment, Segment right? time,
1: everybody. A lot of people like to skip to this part of the intro um to the fun segment part and this week we have a real doozy. Um it's particularly relevant to Torontonians. Uh James and I are Torontonians. Uh we have a lot of listeners in Toronto, but also in America and other parts of the world. The Philippines. The Philippines is a big one. Uh and this fun segment uh it's called TTC Turnoffs.
0: Now uh TTC of course James, you know what that stands for? Uh yeah, the Toronto Transit Commission it's the oh the uh, t- 50
1: points to James I'm surprised you knew that acronym um, and what this segment is about it's about James and I blowing off some steam uh, about some things you know sometimes taking the subway or the streetcar in Toronto it can really get on your nerves and so this is just a fun uh, release of tension okay all right uh, so, I'll go first. So, one of my biggest TTC turnoffs um, is when you're sitting on the subway, minding your own business, and you start hearing this, this clicking noise, and you turn, and your neighbor is clipping their nails on the subway. And believe me, James, this happened uh, just on my way uh, to work the other day, and luckily I... What I do is I sort of print these little coupons at home, and I... Turned to the man who was clipping his nails, and I said, Take this, sir. And he said, What is this? And I said, It's a fine. You've heard of a citizen's arrest? This is a citizen's fine. Now, it's not binding, but the coupon said, uh, Let it be understood that you are breaking the sort of laws of uh, civilization and you owe me $50. Sort of like a fine. You make your own fines? I ticketed him, yes. Now, again, it's not binding. But, uh, Does anyone give you the money? Never once. But
0: um, I think it's important to tell people how to behave in public. My God. Okay. Well, my first TTT, uh, Excuse me, TTC turnoff mm-hmm. is that the damn subway, which I almost never go on unless I'm really drunk and I can't drive. And that has to be really drunk if I can't drive. Um, when you go on the damn subway, it's got to be the only place in this entire stupid city that you cannot smoke. Like, put a damn fan in the roof of these subway trains, and let's let people have a smoke if they want to. If it's the end of the night, or they've just had sex, or something like that. Come on, the end of the. I mean, you're sharing the air with other people. I think it's rude to smoke. Uh,
1: personally. Yeah. Well, maybe print a fine about it. Jeez. Well, I, I actually do have one for that. Um, Alright, so you can't smoke on the subway Uh, My second TTC turnoff uh, And this one really Shook me up the other day I was sitting on the subway And the man directly across from me A large man uh, Wearing an old duffel coat um, Shaved head Three days growth of beard in his face He he was just staring Directly into my eyes From across the aisle And after about a minute Of us with our eyes locked together He farted for no less, I swear, than ten seconds. And it spooked the hell out of me. So much that I jumped up and I pressed that that emergency button. So the whole subway stopped and then the TTC Transit Police came on. Unfortunately, he made his getaway. What did you tell the police? I I told them exactly what I just told you. And what did they do? Well, they took down my information and they... They didn't really do anything, but this is something they that... They probably it, mocked you. No, they... Well, if they did, let's just say
0: this. They didn't do it to my face. <laughs> uh, so that was un- unpleasant. How about you? All right, my uh, my second TTC turnoff is that people don't dress well on it. Um, when I leave the house, I... You know, like, look at me today. I'm dressed very well. I'm wearing an Ed Hardy shirt. Very well dressed. I'm wearing ripped jeans that are fashionably ripped. When you go on the subway, you'll see people with ripped jeans, but they're not fashionably ripped. They just got a cut in a nail or something. People look terrible on the TTC. I saw a guy wearing um, a beige beige t-shirt and beige shorts on there. Pull it together, people. Well, it's not a, a VIP
1: nightclub, or it's not a, a Toronto fashion week. It's just regular working class people. People of all backgrounds,
0: from all cultures. Dress for the life you want. Look how I dress, and look at my life. I'll leave it at that. All right.
1: Uh, And my final TTC turnoff is uh, this one um, really got me upset. I was on the subway the other day, um, and there was a group of teens who were making noise, and I shushed them, and they started throwing grapes at me. They had a big uh, sort of Tupperware full of grapes, and they were pelting me with grapes, and I stood up to go and admonish them further. And they surrounded me, and they started pushing me, and they stole my Da Vinci's Inquest crew jacket that I have had for 15 years now. It was one of my favorite jackets, one of my favorite pieces of clothing. And they just tore it off me, and they they ran out the door. Why would the they want station. that? Why do you want that? I wanted it because I loved it. I loved the show, and I loved. Uh, you bought a that jacket, it kept jacket? Me warm.
0: Did you work on the show? Nope. But they stole it. Soon to be uh, founded a Salvation Army for one dollar. Okay. Well, my my last uh, TTC turnoff is um, that time that guy cut someone's head off on it. I think that shouldn't happen, and pisses me off. Um, I, when this happened on the, on the TTC? Yeah, Florida. I think so, on the bus. Oh, I, I think the
1: incident you're referring to actually took place in Manitoba somewhere. It was on a Greyhound bus.
0: Uh, potato, potato. Well, it was not on the TTC. And Whatever. I, as far it's as I... Still, I'm still, I still think it shouldn't happen. And that's part of why I would almost never take the subway, as I said, unless I'm really drunk. Well, you've got your facts wrong. So wrong. Completely wrong. Um, and, you know, I don't think anyone
1: wants there to be a decapitation on the, the TTC.
0: Well, uh, apparently although, you do, because you're certainly fighting this point a lot. You no,
1: know, all, all I will say is if someone had to uh, be decapitated on the subway, I think I know who it would be, and he's sitting right here in the room with me, and it's not me, because it's you.
0: I hope that... Another uh, glimpse off. into your warped subconscious if reveals I, itself again. If I
1: saw that news, that you had been decapitated <sighs> on the subway, I would I would just laugh so hard.
0: James. If you were anything other than uh, such a beta male, I would on, I would be worried by your recurring death threats you should, you but I worried. know you don't have the balls huh?
1: All All right. we shall see
0: good god okay well I think we should
1: I think that was fun <laughs> it was a fun segment
0: yeah very fun so um, uh, yeah. okay well why don't we take a break sure. and then come back with our guest okay
1: Welcome back to the landlord and tenant pod mess. Uh, It's it's that certain time of the show where we bring on our guest. And this week, uh, this is going to be a popular uh, guest for all of our political maniacs who listen to the show for their political news. He's a local city councillor. He's my city councillor in my ward right here in downtown Toronto. And his name is... Dan Byrne, welcome to the Podmas. Dan. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi, Dan. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks so much. So
0: happy to be here.
1: You're the first Paul we've had on. Po- that, politician. You mean politician. Politician.
0: Uh, uh. Paul. Paul um yeah you know what it's i always like meeting um getting to know our local politicians greasing the wheels trust, you know slipping 50 bucks into <laughs> your pocket <laughs> good <laughs> preferential Absolutely treatment well, i'm not
1: taking bribes like that but yeah <laughs> if you did but you bri- might <laughs> just james if you do bribe dan uh this is all being recorded so it can be used against you in a court of law just so you know And the buzzkill strikes again. I just want to. Sorry, Dan. Everyone needs to be on the same page. So that's okay. So, Dan, you're my local uh, city councilor. That's right. um, Ward nine and a half. You're fighting for us. No offense, but shitty ward. Well,
2: uh, you're a part of it too, as I understand. Well, I own the building, but I don't live here. Oh, okay. And uh, whereabouts do you
0: live then? Um I live uh Hogs Hollow. It's kind oh, of that's like a, a beautiful area. Yeah, really A sort Absolutely. of ritzy area of Toronto. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, beautiful yeah, place. A beautiful condo there. But um I'm uh how do you like yeah, how do you like being a counselor for this ward?
2: Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's just so many good people in the neighborhood and in the zone, and there's so many good things happening in the city that it's just a marvelous honor to be serving the people of Toronto. And uh, I just, uh, you know, every day is a joy.
1: I love hearing that, and I agree. This neighborhood uh, has more languages being spoken in it every day, more. Um more young couples falling in love every day than uh, than any other neighborhood in Toronto.
2: We have done the count. There's 13 languages being spoken in Ward 9 1⁄2, and there has been 300 people falling in love in the last year. Really? Yes.
0: Wow. Am I crazy? That seems low.
2: Uh, or no, is that's that high? actually That's actually one of the higher wards in the city, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's,
1: well, congrats. Well, we
2: do have a standard of love. It has to be very intense love.
1: This is oh. the...
0: Uh, <laughs> If you if you lived in this war, James, you'd be falling in love every other day. Believe me. Well, that's interesting that you say it has to be a very intense love because Mike here um, has a girlfriend. I use that term loosely. Absolutely. They were registered during the year. What? That counted? <laughs> of course it did. I was going to say, I uh, bet I they... I think I saw
1: your name. Ah, damn yes. it. We it's... signed up as soon as we declared our love for each other wow
0: there's a website ward nine and a half has a website so you type it in we fell in love yes james sorry i thought they had some measurement tool well they do have a bit of a rubric to discover the intensity
2: and we knew we'd use certain descriptors and uh we analyze those descriptors and put them in an algorithm and out comes
0: the intensity wow and that's modern love i suppose what was your grade mike for you and ruth we got an eight out of ten damn that's actually pretty good.
2: We did have to dock a couple of marks because of the age gap. <laughs>
1: yeah. So everyone has no a problem kidding. with this age gap, but us. It's not. It's the, well, so it's funny. just the computer. It's not me. I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Mm. But Toronto is going through such a interesting time right now. So many buildings being uh, constructed. There's always uh, cranes all over the skyline. Absolutely, it's a beautiful sight. And and things neighborhoods are changing. Uh old things are coming down, new things are coming up. Good. Condos are a big problem. No, where do they're you stand? Not. Don't interrupt me, please, James. I'm speaking to my favorite politician. Uh where do you stand on the issue of condos? Because I think they're they're a blight. You think they're a blight? I do.
2: Well, I uh I, I do have to say that uh you know Michael uh People got to live somewhere, and condos are going to come in, and condos are going to come in, and that's going to happen in any city. You're going to find that anywhere across North America. So unfortunately, condos are a necessary uh, existence in our city, and uh, what we do try to do, and I understand, it seems to me, what I'm hearing from you is that you're concerned about old parts of the city going away.
1: I want to preserve... Old buildings and old stores and old, uh, and old girlfriends. Okay. Oh, and come on, James.
2: And so a fix for that, be it girlfriend or building, we can keep the old facade and build on top of that.
0: <laughs> hmm. So... You'll keep your girlfriend's Well, I'm talking skin. more about the condos. We're talking the oh, about okay. condos,
1: James, not about actually keeping my girlfriend's skin but, and then replacing the insides of her with younger organs. But
2: she did register for our hip replacement service in Ward 9 on ward ca, and that uh, does technically count as keeping her old uh, hmm. structure and adding a new one. It's funny, because
1: Ruth didn't tell me about this hip replacement thing. I guess she's keeping... Little secret from me. I'll have to have a word with her once we're on
0: speaking terms. Or a ward with her. (laughs) I love your ward sense of humor. You know, I was worried when you when you when you came in that you'd only be doing politician speak, but I can see you've got a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah,
2: I was voted pretty funny when I was in school. So,
0: yeah. Oh wow, very fun.
1: How does one like? What was your journey to Ward Nine and a Half being uh, a city councilor? Were you? Always involved in politics or interested in politics?
2: Well, I got into my uh, political uh, career through high school. You know. Oh,
1: uh, we got a high school graduate on the on the pod, mess.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, what they did say in my school was head boy for me. So head I, boy. I did. I did run that uh, election, and I and I ran, and I and I came out on top. And uh, so ever since then, I've had the uh, the, f- the feeling in my blood you
1: know nice wow and, uh, i've heard it said that politics for some people is as addictive as heroin is that is that something that you've felt
2: that is something i felt absolutely the the high of it can be uh it can make it can knock you out and God. you uh, will take eight or so hours to recover from that and um but that's that's just part of it. That's what I chase,
0: you know. And, that's the uh, high of like being in politics. You'll just like fall over, and it's ha- after a good constituent meeting. Yeah, wow. That's because I've done get. heroin, and I have to say it is. Here we go. That, well, what? And just when I'm partying or whatever. Hope you haven't done it in more nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. Um, but um, yeah, I do. That that does sound like Sounds a similar like kind of high. It. Sounds like you have done it in the war.
1: A phrase we hear a lot these days is political rock star. And to me,
0: you are Ward Nine and a Half's political rock star. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I mean, that's not that much of a compliment. I mean, shouldn't he be Canada's political rock star? Like, he's the only politician I put my aims
2: that high, you know?
1: Is it, I mean, if this is too personal for you, of a question for you to answer, you don't have to, but will you be making a bid for PM? Uh, for PM? Oh my goodness, well... Uh, <laughs> I mean, not this year.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, I tend to look at what he's doing right now, and I think I could probably do a better job, um, but uh, okay. no, I... Uh,
0: Agreed. I, a trained SEAL could do a better job than that drama teacher. Well,
2: I don't know about that. Oh, uh, <laughs> cram it, James. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, uh, if there's a job opening and they <laughs> and they're taking resumes,
1: I might submit, yeah. I would definitely vote for you. I'd even work for your campaign. Oh, wow. That's extremely generous of you. Yeah, I'll do anything for you.
0: You know what? I support you, too, and I am actually going to um, give you this. It's um, 10 $100 bills. It's $1,000, and I want you to have it. And I want you to... What's
2: this for? I'm not uh, just just so clear. I'm not touched it. I've not touched it yet.
0: Well, I just want you to have it, and it's normal support for a politician. I just want you to have that, and... Oh, there's some
2: proper channels that you could take with that. I don't need to actually take that. While it's
0: sitting on the table, that thousand dollars, well, and
1: continue to sit there. I then.
0: hope it disappears.
1: Well, I might. Uh, I might put it in my pocket. No, uh, Mike, don't touch it. So for for local Torontonians listening, they'll know that recently we got some sad news because of gentrification Absolutely. and Absolutely. the number of condos going up. Yes, the the beloved. Condom Shack is going out of business.
2: Yeah, we're losing the Condom Shack. And uh, honestly, I talked to the owner, Teddy, uh, this week, and uh, we had a good cry about it. And of course, after that meeting, I was out for eight or so hours. But uh, we are signing a petition. We're starting uh, what the kids are calling a hashtag, Save Condom Shack, um, which is really more of a token uh, example of uh, support. It's not actually going to save the Condom Shack, but... uh, it does get the community sort of uh involved and it makes them feel like they're making a difference which is
0: important. Huh? Okay, so I am not a condom user, so I have no idea what this is. What is the condom shop? It's
1: a store that's been You're on no- Queen Street West for well, Michael, should we
2: back up? Do you know what a condom
1: is or? <laughs>
0: I know what a condom
1: I- is. Yes. You put
0: it on
2: James <laughs> you- James?
0: Um I mean, yeah, I mean I think I have a vague idea. I'm okay, not- sorry, I continue. We we don't know know what they are for very different reasons. Me because I By choice, Mike, because he just very rarely has sex.
1: That is not true at all.
0: Well, love and sex are different things. We know you're intensely in love.
1: Thank you. And the reason we haven't been using condoms is because Ruth and I are trying to start a family. So why would I use condoms? Oh, I just thought you weren't doing it. No, You're trying to James. Mike you cannot have a child with Ruth. Here we go again. I'm sorry, Dan. we've been having this argument for weeks now where James he won't uh, listen when I tell him about my plans to become a, a father.
2: Well, that, I think it's wonderful because the ward needs uh, new families and we have plenty of uh, programs for families to support families <laughs> and uh, that maybe why you should get
0: in a hip replaced. I don't know. Is Ruth yes. rich? No, because that's the only angle I can see right now. She, that makes a, sense. she
1: doesn't have two pennies to rub together, to oh, be perfectly Mike. honest, James. I'm oh. the breadwinner. But I what will our neighborhood like Ward Nine and a half do without a store dedicated entirely to condoms? It's almost like there's nowhere in Toronto anymore where you can go that is a store that only sells condoms or uh erotic pasta or silly sex toys. And that's
2: a very good point. And I think that uh Toronto does offer a lot of uh, novelty stores, and perhaps right. what you'll see is, uh, you know, like when someone is uh, hit by a car
1: oh. or something,
2: you know, and, Heaven forbid. and their organs, and they're an organ donor, and their organs get spread to different parts of the city to uh, different people who need it, uh, their organs at a certain time. I think the same thing will happen with the condoms. We will find them sort of spread out in different areas of the city. I see. And, uh, you know, the, the, the spirit of the condom shack will uh, continue.
1: So it'll be like kind of like an Easter egg hunt, but instead of uh, Easter eggs, uh, condoms, and yes, and so in fact, on. the
2: opposite of eggs,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy is funny. Um, I'm just going to put another five hundred bucks on the pile of money there. I'm not touching that. Um, could I pitch you an idea? Uh, like what kind of idea? Well, like a city building idea. City building. Well, just because you you can make things yeah, happen, yeah, right? Yeah. What if? Because I get so pissed off by traffic. Could there be like a separate road for normal – well, not normal people, but a a road for people who are willing to pay to have their own road and then like a different road for people who don't pay? I would just like a road – Sort of,
2: and Toronto does have that. You know, um, as you can, the four hundred seven is uh, is a toll highway, and uh, anyone is uh, who was willing to pay can drive on it. And uh, we have built that for them, and uh, we think it's a very important and valuable tool. And uh, well, I
0: guess I was thinking more exclusive, like you have to have a certain level of car or something like that. I just want to. Sometimes I just want to have my own road. You is want what I'm trying an elite to say. VIP
1: road, James? looks yeah. at the world as if it's a VIP nightclub. Um, where he gets bottle service, and you know, and that
0: would be neat to have on a road. If you so, pay for it,
1: why not?
2: So, would it? Uh, you're imagining like, uh, like sort of red velvet curtains,
0: yeah, yeah. Like sex it up a bit, maybe. And yeah, there's like waitresses or waiters that come to your um, servers, I guess, that come to your when your car when you're at a stop sign. Music's playing, dancers. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, we have a saying at uh, at city council, mm-hmm. which is that. Anything's possible with money, and I mean, so uh, you know if you've got the funds and you've got the financial uh, position in order to afford something like this, then uh, of course we'd be open to. Okay, uh, so you, you,
1: discussing it. You're okay with that idea of uh, having a you know uh, pay to play kind of uh, roads? I'm not. I, Wait, I thought you'll the city supposed have to be your for crappy road.
2: Well, I tell you, Michael, I'm into the idea of money, and we put a price tag high enough on it, then we can funnel that money into places that uh, maybe you would value. Like, uh, what's something that you would uh, want to put in the city?
1: Um, public artworks, um, festivals, and uh, farmer's markets, well, you know, that kind of thing.
2: Well, yeah. And unfortunately, all of that falls under the umbrella of the condom shack closing. Oh, uh, so we, do, we are going to lose a lot of that. Good.
0: A lot of that stuff's perverts. It's
2: a piece of art, it's a public market,
0: and it's a green space. I guess you're right. Mm. Well, I like I said, I think that's a good thing because don't you find a lot of those, you know, art uh, crew, you know, groups? Or it, it seems like they're kind of perverts. Even farmers market, I kind of look at them going, Can "What you- are you doing with that vegetable?" Buddy?
1: Artists and farmers are not perverts, James. Well, I think they might be.
0: Sorry, uh,
1: Dan, were you going to
0: respond to James's accusation of? Uh-
2: Oh, I was uh, just looking for a definition of an art group. You seem to think farmers well, are artists.
0: Well, no, but Mike, you were saying you want more money spent on, you know, art festivals or something. Yeah, but well, yeah, you know, we do
2: have a festival coming up, and we do have we do it every September third, which is uh, Neighbor Days, uh, which oh. uh, is going to be very exciting this year. Um, Neighbor Days, Neighbor Days. Uh, we've got an elephant clown coming. I don't know if you've ever uh, experienced an elephant that elephant clown. <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's an elephant that does a, a clown routine. Wow. Uh, yeah, or, or I should say la Clune. It's from uh, the. It's from France.
1: Now Damn. I know Toronto has one of the world's most exciting uh, clown and buffon communities, but an elephant clown. This is all brand new to me. I'm very excited to mm-hmm. uh, yeah to see it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's. Uh, it's costing a pretty penny, but uh, Neighbor Days is really important to the ward, and uh, and so we want to bring out something extra fun. And there will be a dunk tank for the uh, for the elephant clown.
0: <laughs> so you throw balls at an at a target, and if you hit it, this giant elephant falls in a big tank. You say that like it's not fun. No, oh, that is kind of fun. I would do it. I'm, I'm into it. That's that seems like worthwhile. Provided use of there's money. the right kind of road to get to it. Yes, You'll come. exactly. Now. Can I ask you, because last year's
1: Neighbor Days, I love Neighbor Days, wonderful festival. I'm sure it brings a lot of money to the ward. Oh, absolutely. It's fantastic. But last year and every year before, there are a a certain number of injuries and murders that happen at Neighbor Days. And can I ask you as a counselor, what can you do to make Neighbor Days safer for the whole community? Well, and I hear your, I hear your, and I understand your.
2: Uh, concern. A lot of murders in the
1: ward all, all, I mean, all year round, actually. But
2: I understand your concern, uh, and um, we do, we do see, uh, yeah, a rather relatively high number of uh, incidents of homicides uh, throughout the year. But yeah, they are centered mostly around neighbor days, mm-hmm. um, and that comes from well, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the sort of rituals that go on during the festival.
1: Right
2: Uh, and those involve um, well, it's a uh, you know blood sacrifice, and so some people say, did they go willingly? Mm -hmm. Were they taken uh, against their will? And that's something that is being discussed in city council. So I want to say that it's your concern is being
0: addressed. It's just uh,
1: okay, okay, good to know. Uh,
0: So I I am not familiar that, that familiar with Neighbor Days. So you're saying people do blood sacrifices? Who's doing this? Well, a lot of the different artist groups.
2: Oh, uh, called it. Doing it. Well, no, I, the, the, there are just they're not farmers, but yeah, they but are,
0: farmers too are. Well, yeah, are some weird. of them
2: do dabble in farming. Yeah, they have like uh, greeneries on their roof or whatever. Well, but there you go. Uh, but yeah, they're uh, you know their their spiritualism requires them to uh, to sacrifice something to their higher powers, and um, you know we don't just we don't uh, we don't keep anyone from practicing their. Uh, you know, particular... Um,
0: so, so there's a bunch of Satanist artists in this ward. Well, I think that's a bit too much. Yeah, that's not exactly what's
1: happening. Oh, you're on the side of the Satanists? No, I'm on the side of law-abiding citizens. Ugh.
2: But it still does concern you that the people are disappearing. Is it because you lost someone close to you, or...?
1: Um, yes, um... I had a uh, cousin visiting for neighbor days who flew in from out of the country, actually, and unfortunately Uh, was murdered.
2: And see, that is an unfortunate side effect is that a tourist does sometimes get caught up in it because that is a requirement to certain deities that they require it be a a traveler or a wanderer of sorts uh, in order to get a certain kind of blood difference.
0: Jeez. Mike, you never mentioned your cousin was murdered.
1: Oh, well, maybe I didn't because every time I bring up a personal story, you, you pretend to start snoring and you <laughs> yawn. <laughs> and maybe I you wouldn't have... do it about that.
2: This is the first time you've even looked at Michael.
0: Attention listeners, this winter We hope you have the bug The travel bug, that is Because we're putting on the first ever Landlord and tenant pod mess Travel bug contest contest. Here's how it works If you go on vacation, be sure to pack Your camera along with your swim trunks We want to see a picture of you Listening to the show in an exotic or Interesting location Whoever sends us the most amazing photo Will win a prize to be determined So get snapping and send your pics to to at LT LTPodMess on Twitter. It's the Landlord and Tenant PodMess Travel Bug Contest. Travel Bug
1: Contest. Finally, a bug that people will want to get. This bug. Now, now what do you think... I'm interested to get a politician's um, perspective on this. What do you think about the legal... the le- legality of a father accidentally sending his 10-year-old son... Oh, a dick pic, Mike. Which is what get James. Life. Which is what James did when he thought he was sending it to a woman. The legality of that? Dan. The morality and the legality. Let's oh, look at well, that the, it the, was the, lega- an, whatever.
2: the legality, I, I'm not a lawyer, never have been, uh, didn't <laughs> go to law school, uh, so I can't speak to the legality of that. Well,
0: I can. It's not uh, illegal.
2: and But the morality, I can speak to quite clearly. Please I do. I think that it's wrong, and I don't think it should have happened, and uh, accident or no, uh,
0: that it should be punished. Look, let me be clear, listeners. I agree it shouldn't have happened. I don't think that should have happened, but it was a mistake. Well, okay,
2: uh, you did also broadcast that you did it.
0: Well, yes. yeah, for the sake of openness, I'm an open book, and my listeners know and love that about me. And it was an accident. You can't get in trouble when something is an accident. Uh,
1: that well, is not. Uh, yes, not, it, that's it is not true. And I think Dan will agree with me when I when I say that someone who does send their son a dick pic, even if it's by accident, deserves to at least spend. Some time in prison. Yes. Especially Ugh. if their son is only 10. And we have some
2: fantastic prisons in the GTA. We have the Don Jail, which has closed recently, I believe. But we have other options for you, and uh, we can make it an easy stay or a hard stay, depending on your uh, behavior. Well, Harder I, the
0: better, please. Uh, well, um, I can't wait to hire a private investigator and find out some crap on you, Mike. Because I, I welcome, now that I am I friends it. with Dan, and now that I have uh, no, given him tons of money. I have not touched the money. And in fact, here's another 500. Right there. Still Listeners, I it. wish we had a video podcast to show
1: you the ever-growing pile of money on my coffee table here.
0: And at the end of the podcast, I am going to cover my eyes, and I hope there it is not there. I hope a gust of wind blows it into somebody's pocket.
1: <sighs> now, you mentioned prisons, the Don Jail. Um is it true that there is some, there are plans to build a new super prison somewhere in downtown Toronto? Yes. Good. Absolutely. Now, I, I heard that and I didn't quite like the... I didn't feel comfortable with that, but...
2: Well, a lot that is the reaction of a lot of citizens that I do hear, and uh, unfortunately, it is something that is going to have to happen because uh, there is no more room for anybody else uh, to go and be incarcerated in other places. And so we have adapted the PATH system. You're aware of the PATH system?
0: Oh, yeah. It's uh, an underground walkway. Yeah, That's where Mike works. Of- Mike's job is in the PATH system underground. I thought you worked at the gift shop at the CN Tower.
1: It's connected to the PATH system. So I work at the gift shop at the CN Tower, not the one on the main floor, not the one up top, but the one far beneath the CN Tower, which does connect to the uh, PATH system. Okay, well, it's
2: possible your position of employment will be affected by this change uh, Mm. because uh, the PATH system will be taken over and turned into a prison, and uh, each one of the shops will be a cell uh, for 10 to 15 to 20 to 30 uh, inmates, and... uh, it's something that I think is really going to benefit the city, ultimately. It's going to be something too. that is going to uh, bring in a lot of, uh, you know, let's face it, revenue.
1: So, uh, you're yeah. saying that under the city streets, while everyone's going about their daily business, this sort of, like, l- labyrinthine s- series of corridors under the city is just going to be full of, of murderers and thieves and well it's a minimum serial se- killers and
2: it's a it, there are areas that are uh that are full of uh extremely dangerous inmates and there are areas that are full of nicer uh inmates hmm. and and so uh perhaps maybe you'll get lucky by the cn tower will be the nice sector and you'll have uh, well
0: let's hope those for neighbors um oh my god yeah and, and mike would fit in so well with the prison crowd they wouldn't pick on him at all i'm sure Oh, well, a lot of these people are just trying to be good. Sarcasm alert. Yeah, James, uh, James being sarcastic at Mike's. expense. Oh, okay. So. Oh, at your expense. Oh, okay. At my expense. That's a great idea. I love it. And I love the idea of Mike trying to work his weird job and some biker guy being in a cell next door being like, hey, come over here to Mike and – Freaking him out. Well, I really and hope it's this a similar,
2: happens. And it's a similar idea that many cities have had about taking other cities' garbage. Mm. Uh, we are taking inmates from uh, from around the world. Oh, uh, cool.
1: So, do you consider inmates to be hu- human garbage?
2: Well, they. Uh, and this is a this is a term that is a bit controversial. And uh, uh, but if you think about it, they have been refused by society. Right. And what is another word for garbage? But refuse. Refuse. Oh. And uh, if you see those letters are actually identical, uh, it's fair to say that an inmate is refuse.
1: Well. Hey, I'm not sure how, how much I like that idea.
0: I love it. Um. So, Dan, you work too. at, at uh, City Hall. Well, yeah. Right? Yes, I do. And so what's that like? I mean, what's your day like? Is is it is it sort of like high school? Is it like, are you interacting with the other counselors? Do you have to be nice to the mayor? Like, how does all that work? What's your...
2: Well, like. it's uh it, like I say, it's the dance of duty. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're there, and you you first you're dancing through security, <laughs> and, and you're putting uh you know your cell phone and your wallet uh-huh. and your keys and your photos and sometimes your shoes and your belt because they don't want anyone bringing earrings. weapons
1: or bo- uh, bombs and things. Well, they don't in. want dangerous
2: items right. Uh, right into the city hall, and so that once mm. that's over, then you're dancing and you're saying, oh, can I get my way to my office? And you're getting passed and you're grabbing. <laughs> in your co-worker's waist or whatever and it's, oh. it's a bit of a waltz and then hmm. suddenly you're in your office and you're dancing from one phone to the next you're taking calls and you're saying can I uh, bring this event to your part of the city or can I take your event from over here and put it over here and you're yeah. taking the dance like that and then suddenly it's a dance all the way to the washroom and, <laughs> then, uh, you're
0: and then dance to-, to jiggle your wiener uh, after you pee
1: what? Isn't that, that's along the same lines. That's probably not what Dan was getting at. Sorry, yeah. well, Dan, it's, uh, I uh, No, you. I mean,
2: no, it's fine. The, the rest of the day is pretty normal.
1: So the way you described the, the day in the life of a city councilor reminded me of that famous um, Fat Boy Slim video featuring um, Christopher Walken, where he's doing all these magnificent backflips and all these dance moves. And did you know that Christopher Walken actually began his career as a Broadway dancer? No, I didn't. That's very interesting. Uh do you and, see yourself as a sort of Christopher Walken like figure at City Hall? Now, is he an actor?
0: He is an actor. Yes. Geez, uh, do you not get out much. He's really famous.
1: Okay. Well,
2: I, I, I don't. Uh, see, I, I do not have a lot of time to be watching movies. Uh, do you name a name a title? Maybe I've seen it. Um, Batman Returns,
1: Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. And James, you do you do a great Christopher Walken impression.
0: Oh, um, oh! It's yeah. not that good. Well, you do, oh, well, maybe you
2: I'll maybe I'll recognize it if you oh, do the impression. Oh my gosh, it's do it really for us.
0: okay. Okay. Do it. Um. Hey, I'm Christopher Walken. I mean, that's it. Oh, okay. pretty good. Hey, Very do you mind good. if I sit down? I don't know. Oh, and that is. I'm not a comedian. I couldn't do that, that on is, stage. Or that
2: anything, does yeah. ring a bell. It rings a bell. So yeah, I do think of myself as that. Yeah.
0: Can right. it? Yo, you do think of yourself as yeah. a comedian. As a Christopher Walken. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. As a Christopher. Oh, cool, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Dating in the modern age, it includes dick pics. It just does. Every day you're sending multiple dick pics to multiple people, hoping for that wild reaction. You know the one. But when you're sending so many dick pics, sometimes things go a little wrong. And instead of sending your dick pic to a potential hookup, you accidentally send it to your 10-year-old son. Epic fix. Luckily, there's PeckerCheck, a cool new app that keeps your dick pic on your mobile device until you triple confirm the recipient's name. PeckerCheck lets you sleep safe at night, knowing you'll never accidentally send your 10 year old son a picture of your fully erect penis ever again. Winning. So download PeckerCheck today from wherever you get your apps. Your pecker will thank you, and so will your son. Dur- during the summer months, um, Toronto
1: is a sort of tourism magnet. For, uh, a lot of people from around the world come here. Um, and we love that. What is, what is there anything happening this summer, summer 2018, that maybe if someone's listening in the Philippines or America, you could recommend for them, like, come visit Toronto, because this summer we've got you know, all these activities happening.
2: Absolutely. World 9.5 Rose Hill, Moss Hill, downtown Toronto, is going to be having a very exciting event uh, July 19th uh save the date as they say uh <laughs> we are going to be attempting to break a world record Ooh. Oh. of the number of shoes in one area
1: oh so you mean the people like people uh will be wearing shoes standing all together or nope. ah
2: and so that is going to be a very exciting day and uh it's going to take it's going to take it's going to require everybody's help uh, we all need to pitch in, as they say, or toss your shoes in okay. and uh, we 're going to be putting them in a big bowl. it has to requirements has to be in a, in a glass bowl uh, and so oh, uh, and yeah that 's something that it, that a lot of people are going to be coming to town for, and uh, giving their two shoes in <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah. it's not just mo- is it the, the, the record is most shoes in a bowl that 's or- right oh, cool.
1: Right. Well, I I can if I were someone listening abroad and I heard that I would definitely be uh, booking my uh, my flight. Are there any anything else? Say say someone isn't convinced by this uh, shoe business uh, to come to Toronto. Uh, We're getting the shoppers. Woohoo! We're getting the shoppers.
2: Yeah, Ward Nine and a Half has been uh, 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 historically has been uh, forbidden to pharmacists. Uh, really that's right yeah a lot a lot of uh sort of neighborhoods are dry and aren't allowed to have bars or uh, what have you but uh yeah pharmacists have been banned from ward nine and a half for 150 years wow and so now we've finally broken that ban and uh bringing the shoppers in this summer
0: wow i wonder why pharmacists weren't allowed here there was a thing um
1: during the late 1800s there was a pharmacist sort of uh Really nasty fellow. Sort of like the Toronto equivalent of Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he made such a mess of his profession that uh, they sort
0: of banned pharmacists from the from the ward. Wow. Yeah. Classic uh, government overreaction. Well, anyway, that's exciting. I'm excited to get that Shoppers uh, in. Yeah, um, they
2: they really bring in people, which is really going to help
0: the ward a lot. Yeah, that's Shoppers Drug Mart for Americans listening.
1: It's sort of like uh, CVS
0: yes. or Dwayne Reed. Oh. Um, Dan, do you have um so like are there any sort of initiatives you are putting forth yourself? Like what 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 are you all about is sort of what I'm asking here.
2: Oh yeah, like my uh pet project.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well that's something that I, I've been talking a lot with my uh my fiance about. Oh um, congratulations. She, thank you very much.
1: Congratulations. Thank you.
2: And she really wants me to have a pet project and um What we've come up together uh, with is something that's a pretty cool idea. Uh, Okay, we are calling it a junk jam, and junk jam, a junk jam, junk jam is a it's an event kind of unlike any city has ever seen. I think Uh, people sort of people don't we don't use all of the things uh, in our lives for our whole lives. Okay. Right, am I? Are you with me so far?
1: I, yeah. I you I'm throw things there.
2: You throw things away, or yes. sometimes you don't throw them away. You just have them and you don't use them, like a junk drawer in the kitchen. Exactly, full of batteries and elastics. Exactly, and Is this ringing a bell for you, James. Yeah,
0: you know what? I have. Remember the, when they remade the Volkswagen Beetles?
2: Oh yeah. They were yeah. kind of
0: nineties or whatever, yeah, and I bought of a couple of those, and I never use them. Of course, of course. So,
2: think now f- to take that example. What if you just brought that into the street and said, and everyone did that on one day, and you said, hey, I've got this, but I see something over there that I want. And then suddenly it's like, how about you and I trade?
1: This seems like a very fun, if not uh, complicated sort of event. Complicated? Complicated. Well, I'm just trying to think of like what the uh, what the elevator pitch of this would be. To oh someone. yeah, hmm. It is tough to sum it up, but I quickly once you get it, you you understand.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, if you commit to it, it's a it's a sleeper.
0: Yeah, because I when you said junk jam, I'm thinking. I mean, is it like a jam yeah. session, like rocking well, out? Is it? My junk? mind went to uh, to the bedroom. Oh, the junk junk like, jam like your oh. A penis, a penis is junk. Well, and see, Katie
2: and I, we discussed all of this, and we, we, we still couldn't, couldn't get to find a better one, but I do sympathize that it is kind of confusing for those reasons. So Both Katie is the, the name
1: of your uh, fiancé?
2: Oh, yeah. Did I not say? No, no. Katie, yeah.
1: Beautiful name. Spanish? Yeah. Uh, Keep it in your Hi. pants. It, listeners, it is in my pants.
0: And um, the money's still on the table. Mm-hmm. And hopefully not for long. Um, that's really cool, by the way. How, how yeah. long have you guys been together? How did how did how you t- How tall is she? She's six foot four.
2: <laughs> she's six foot four.
0: That's oh. a large lady. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I said how long have you been together, not how oh. tall is she. Oh, but... I thought you said how long was her body. No. But yeah, she's tall. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. How?
1: <laughs> but junk. So it's. Junk Jam. To get back to Junk Jam, because we were talking about Junk yeah. Jam before. I would Sorry, love to. It's my pet project. It's tangent. tangent about Katie and whether she's tall or whether she's... Junk Jam. Is is it fair to say this is a glorified sort of um, uh, swap meet? Or are you just trading junk? Like, I'm not familiar with that. Swap meet is people get together and they have, you say they have junk they don't need anymore and they trade it with people who want their oh, junk. Oh, that's jam. my idea. So swap meet. It's a swap meet. Junk Jam. I just never heard that. Well... Hopefully it's not too, you know, too late to, um, to clar- clarify the what the event is.
2: Well, regardless of what you call it, and we could, you know, we could call it a swamp something, um, but I do want to get it. It's my, it's what I'm championing when I go into work every day, and uh, it's what I hope that the GTA will take on, and we, hopefully it spreads out beyond Ward 9 Uh you know?
0: I hope so, too. Well, I, I would love to do a Junk Jam with you. I mean, I could bring some money. I don't need like that money on the table right there and oh, if you no, want to take don't. it you can and you can leave something or or do me a favor later and i'll take James i'll take that as my junk jam
1: James you've been i'm just going to point it out here you've been trying to bribe counselor Dan here the
0: entire episode No i have not What do you want him to do for you Yeah i'm not just quite clear what it is it. <sighs> Look i was just wondering if
1: hypothetically... Oh, God, I can smell an indecent proposal coming. Cond... No, I'm not asking him to sleep with Katie. Once you... Once James heard that your fiancé was six foot four, I saw the, a bulge start growing in, oh. in
0: his jeans.
1: What?
2: You had an only, your own little junk jam.
0: Uh, no, I didn't have a junk jam thinking about your girlfriend, your fiancé. I'm sure she's beautiful and I love a she tall is. woman, but I'm not interested in... I also love a tall woman. Just, I have... I'm... I'm sending dick pics to a woman named Pamela right now, so that should tell you I'm doing and fine. And your son. and Okay, yes, and my son. Anyway, there's so many condos going up in this damn city, and I just feel like I'm missing an opportunity to make money here. Like, we've got this crap building here. Like, I'm just kind of curious about what it would take to rezone this and put up a condo instead. I bet I'd make a lot more than this crap hole.
2: Well... I mean technically yeah if it was rezoned as a condo then
0: But it can't be right councilor well, Dan?
2: well there are certain grandfather clauses uh in this in the city's uh, zoning structure that yes. uh do kind of prevent it but um mm. those things do expire yeah uh,
0: grandfathers die
2: grandfathers do die my grandfather died oh sorry
1: we're so sorry to uh to hear about this um how long time we- ago oh okay well even so um I'm sorry that he died. Uh, did he die peacefully, or was it something going on? Did no. something bad? I mean, you don't have to answer that if it's too personal, but did, so, did he die in a weird way? Or
0: Mike, what are you doing? Well, You brought it up. I just am trying. Oh,
1: my grandfather was,
2: was one of the victims of the pharmacist. Oh, oh God.
0: my
1: God. I'm so sorry that that happened to your grandfather and to it- your family.
0: I don't know what the pharmacist did. Did he give out like weird prescriptions? They were jagged pills. Oh, they were too sharp. And that is—I'm
1: sure listeners are already making that connection. That is where Alanis got the idea for her album "Jagged Little Pill."
2: Yeah, it's a concept album about a serial killer.
1: Wow, I
0: did not know that. Well, pay attention next time. Yeah, you ought to know. Oh my god, right, that makes sense in and retrospect. You,
1: also, another Alanis fact, now that we're all talking about Alanis, did you know that the uh, the hit song You Ought to Know, she wrote it about uh, the time when she was dating uh, the cast of Full House.
0: I think that's just Dave Coulier, not the cast no, of Full House. No, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Wow! You that, were... Now I'm going back in my head, remembering that album, and yeah, it totally makes sense that it was about this killer pharmacist. Hand in my pocket. Oh my god! What right. a chilling image. You live, you learn. You live, you learn. Well, uh, your grandfather didn't live, but I bet he learned. You said that with quite a smile. Sorry, I'm just I'm just excited that I'm realizing this album was a concept album. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh about okay, your grandfather. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, you live, you learn. What else was there? Um, you've already won me over. Hard to see uh, what that you. one's about. Thank, thank you. Thank you's a different album. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Wow. Very cool. Ironic. It is ironic, I guess. A pharmacist supposed to supposed to heal, and he killed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. F- tremendous. But
1: what did you want to bribe Dan for?
0: If oh, it yeah. wasn't
1: in a decent proposal,
0: which we didn't sh- wanted the rezoning. It is. I mean. Oh yes, exactly. Look, now that we're talking about it, maybe I do want to get with your fiance. I don't know. But the reason I brought that up was because, yeah, like, could I get this rezoned? Could I make this a condo? And you know?
2: what kind of stings about this is that Katie does need $2,000 pretty bad.
0: Oh, well, there's money on the table. Well,
1: wait a second. Don't you make... I just always assume that city councilors like you, I mean, you're dressed well, you sort of exude this confidence and this sort of aura of success. Don't you make a ton of money? Well, I do, yeah. Hmm. And, oh, and you don't uh, share it with your... uh, Well,
2: she can make her own way, you know?
0: I like that attitude. All right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if she needs 2,000 bucks, you know, it's not on you to give it. Maybe a friend could give it in return for a favor. A condo-shaped favor. Please, Dan, don't. We zone this area of Ward
1: Nine and a Half because if it is torn down, turned to a condo, uh, people like me will have nowhere to live. And we, the struggling working class members of Toronto society, are the people who give the city
0: its flavor. Move them into the PATH system.
2: Now that's a possibility. That is something that has come up. Uh, I do not. you
0: could have possibly. cells on one end of the path system and some <laughs> underground little rooms yeah. on the other end.
2: Yeah, especially until we get enough inmates to be housing uh in the what, entirety of the super, what has super prison. This
1: sounds like some sort of nightmarish uh Aldous Huxley uh, dystopia or or an episode of Black Mirror, a very that very popular Netflix show, which uh episode two of this new season was shot in Hamilton. It is sounds, that an is that it an actor awful. Is one Is that an actor? uh what is what netflix netflix no it's a streaming platform because ah. you don't have time because you're working so hard you don't yeah. have time to watch i've
2: heard of it things. i've heard of it
1: can you oh. do an impression
0: or well, james does a great netflix impression oh yeah it's um the next episode will start in three, two, one. Oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah okay should we take a a break mike and come back with our final segment i think we should Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. We're uh, having a very fun episode today with our local city councillor, Dan Byrne. Hi. It's uh, been a wild, fun time. And, um, Mike, the last segment of the show, as listeners will, will know, is, is always a game. A fun game.
1: And these, Dan, I don't know, you're probably so busy working at City Hall, you don't have time to, to pod. But um, these games in the third segment usually go viral. So uh, welcome, to, uh, welcome to internet uh, oh, wow. s- culture. Yeah, hello internet. <laughs> 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 For this game, we're going to be examining the subconscious uh, because we're going to be playing a fun game called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents Group Dream Analysis. And how it works is we're all going to say... Uh, Are we supposed to all say that together? No, we could though. Oh, oh okay. One, two, three. Group land- dream analysis. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Group, Group dream analysis. analysis. Okay. And how it works is this. We're each going to briefly describe a dream we've had, and then we're, the other two are going to uh, analyze it. And, of course, this is not legally binding. We're not uh, qualified.
0: Uh, we don't have psychology degrees or, you know. Uh-huh. I could go first. Sure. All right, James. Okay. Um, uh, I had a dream... And this is, I, this is a little bit weird. I'm going to say right up front. It's a little bit weird. I dreamt that I was flying down to Florida, okay? And I'm going to go see my son, Pavel, in the dream. So I arrive in Florida, and my son, Pavel, comes to meet me at the gate. But then it's not Pavel. It's Mike. Mike was Pavel in the dream. What do you mean, like... He was the size of Pavel, but with my face. No, it was like you were my, you were Pavel somehow. Oh, dream logic. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I don't know what that means. And did when then what happened after that? We kind of just did father son stuff. You know, hmm. went for a walk, played catch. Hmm.
2: Well, like you say, I'm no expert, but it just sounds like you don't like your son that much.
1: Right, hmm. because James. In real life, doesn't like me, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that you would substitute me for your son must mean that, yeah, real trouble in, in your father
0: son relationship. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Mike, um, do you want to share your dream? Sure, but it's a little bit weird. Do you guys mind? Hey, I just did a it's- weird one. <laughs> no, on. but mine is really weird. No, it's not going to be as weird as mine.
1: I'm almost too embarrassed to say. Oh, Come I'll just. On. Okay. So I had a dream and it's so it's embarrassing for me to talk about, but uh I had a dream that I was with Ruth and we were in bed together and then just out of the blue uh while we were being intimate, she had like a pair of scissors and this sounds so in- insane, but she cut off my privates with wow. the scissors. And like in the dream wow. I was like into it, which is which doesn't make sense. And then when I woke up from the dream, I was, swear to God, I was h- harder than I've ever been in my life. Please, it, it sounds so, and no, cr- and so no, crude it's not. to say. No,
2: it's not. And that's what I was thinking. And I was
1: hard for two days straight without that's... it stopping. And that is weird because I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want her to cut off my privates.
2: Or maybe you do, but that's interesting because uh, that is the first reaction I had was that was that maybe this is a good thing, you know?
1: But that's so
0: counterintuitive, right, James? What do you think? I mean, I don't even know what to say. I think you, I think you do want that, Mike. And but why I, would
1: I, why would I want that? That's so well, weird. Well, Think like, about
2: it. You're giving your most precious thing over to this person that you love so much. Right. You know, I've never given anything to Katie, and I will never give anything to Katie. But you've given this thing to Ruth, and you've given your your heart, and in this case, in the dream, it was a little your more, phallus. right.
0: Huh. And also, she makes all your decisions for you and rules your life. Fair point. And, to a degree, yeah. You know, chooses what you wear, what you eat, who your friends are, who the you talk to. The media, I ingest. Yes, takes wow, away all okay. your photos. Sleep your schedule. Family, jealous of your family, jealous of younger you. Right. So maybe it has something to do with that, too.
1: Huh, interesting,
0: interesting. Our guest, Yeah,
2: Dan. yeah, okay. Well, geez, I wasn't ready for this. Oh, uh, sorry. I don't, I don't have anything Sorry planned. to put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, let me think here for a second. And don't um,
1: mind if, if it's something weird. Don't yeah, mind. Like, no, it's not. It.
2: No, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a dream, right? So I can't, I can't be blamed for the weirdness or the non-weirdness of it.
1: I love that attitude.
2: I was a, a child king, uh, an emperor of a kingdom of thousands. And uh, my parents had been killed, and my ancestors had been killed, and all in violent ways. And I was being asked by my advisors about what direction to to take. And I spoke in a foreign tongue. My tongue was split in two, and I spoke two languages at once. And I gave directions to two armies, and they forged forward, and devoured land uh in a spreading plague of of uh, conquering and i uh i had horns for eyes and my teeth were glass and Jesus. uh i i um never stopped screaming um and i i wanted more and more and i it was as if i was ingesting souls uh but backwards through my butt and that was the that was it
1: Hmm. Ooh. I would say someone ate cheese before going to sleep.
2: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I do tend to do that. Uh, they yeah. say it gives you
0: a nightmare. I was going to say cheese as well. Did you eat cheese? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you That's go. Cheese. <laughs> I think we can. It's fair to say that you ate cheese. Well, that was very illuminating, I thought. That was a fun game. That
1: was a fun game and I I have to admit that it put the I have the hairs on the back of my neck standing
0: up from all those weird thoughts that we had in our dreams. Huh. Well, uh what a great episode. Uh Daniel, thank you so much for joining Sh- it's us. It's Dan. Dan, sorry. Um, no need to be formal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And um, thank you so much for coming in. It was great to have you grab that money off the table on your way out. Don't, take Don't forget your jacket. Don't be corrupted. By um, but great, to, great for, to have you, and thank you so much for coming in.
2: Well, and thank you for having me, guys. And uh, as we say in Ward 9 1/2, see you around. If not on the streets, then on
0: the camera. Mike? Uh, Have a good one. Thanks for a great episode. Yeah, thanks uh, thanks to you too, James. It's nice for us to check in like this. I think it is too. Maybe we should make a habit of it at the end of every app. I'd love to do that. We'll see you next time.